thank you for joining us here this Friday on another episode of Brian and Eric Dump Along here, deep beneath the stacks of the New York Public Library in an undisclosed location. I am here with my friend, my co-host, and my colleague, Brian Miller. Brian, what's going on? Hey, buddy. Not too much. Excited to be at the end of another week. <laughs> yeah, we made it. We made it again. They keep stacking up. I jumped. <laughs> you know, I got so excited for this episode, I just jumped right in on the intro. I didn't even wait you did. for the- You did. It's okay. It's all right. I didn't Still wait for the great. scream. What's that? I didn't wait for the yeah, scream. Yeah, the scream is normally our, That's is normally our go. I said, no, I'm yeah, going to switch it up. It. I'm going to improv this one. Fuck it. Let's just start. And you know what? It sounded great. Uh, So we're live. We're live right now. We're here. We're um, doing it. Mixler.com slash Brian and Eric. And uh, Alex is here. Queef Queen in the chat. She says hello. Hello. Oh God. Hello, Alex. Uh, I'd like, uh, Alex, if you just want to type in the chat, maybe we'll get to this. How did you arrive at that username? <laughs> That's a great question. It's a great username. It's a great question. It's are you, in fact, the is. Who bestows that title? I mean, yeah. That is does there seem- a rival? <laughs> is there another claimant to the throne, a usurper? So many questions. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot there. Uh, oh, what's going on, man? What's I? Oh, oh, man. Alex has an all caps. So, so I'm willing to bet there's a full story there, and uh, we'll get into that. Yeah. When the full story appears to be in the chat room, we'll let these things develop uh, side by side. Uh, Eric, have you had any uh, weird, paranormal, or strange experiences this last week? <sighs> told you about the shower knocking the shower knocking that's from a couple weeks ago and it's wild i'm trying to think if anything has happened since then not yet no not really have you has anything happened to you i don't think so i have a couple nightmares none that i can remember but i always have nightmares oh you do but uh so that's not that strange (laughs) but yeah uh, are that you do you, do you have a common theme? I know you can't remember these. You have a common recurring nightmare. Uh, I always lose my teeth. Really? Oh, I always lose my fucking Get teeth. Get out of yeah. here. What is it? That like means a thing. Like if you ask an Italian grandma, it's means like, you, you can't die. eat salad. It means ever. you're going to die. It means you're going to die. <laughs> no, really? I mean, they all are in some level like Don't you're going to die. And we are. We will die one day. Right. Uh, but yeah, I always have like my teeth are just crumbling and falling out. That's um, fucking crazy. Yeah, it's it's also commonly like an anxiety dream, and I'm a very anxious boy. Wait, or does something caught? Like, is there like a skeleton that points at your mouth and your teeth <laughs> fall out, or you're like trying to like chew at your like in laws' family dinner? Uh, yeah, it's usually something like that, and it's like, I usually find myself like it's usually something like that. I'm eating, or I'm on a date, or it's like, like I'm performance related in some way. Maybe, it's like and an then like component. Maybe, and then and then yeah, I eat something, and then uh, like a tooth like gets loose, and then or I'm like playing with it and it falls out and then I go into the, I usually go into the bathroom and like I'm looking at myself in my mirror and then like one by one I'm like pulling my teeth out. That's <laughs> fucking crazy. It's like it's like a, a like a, a thing you can't stop poking or That's something you can't horrifying, stop itching. It's dude. like, well, is this one okay? And nope, it's loose and I just pull it right out. That is horrible. <laughs> I get that dream a couple times a month. Dude, you know what our pod mission should be? Mm. We should teach you to lucid dream. You could go in there. I could, have lucid dreamed before. You could change the dream, man. Yeah, yeah. You could change the dream and do a good dream. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, I should get on that. I have lucid dream before, and it's been weird. On purpose or no? You just uh, usually by it's as because like of course as soon as you like learn about lucid dreaming, it's like lucid dreaming for anyone who's not familiar is the concept that you can kind of become conscious within your dreams yes. uh, and control them. Yep. Uh, and it is it's it's real. It's not this isn't yeah, like a, a thing. This isn't a boogie woogie thing. This no, is a um, real thing you can do. Um, it usually I it's definitely. It had probably happened more times. I just didn't have like the words to recognize that it yes. was happening before I had learned it. I learned about it probably in high school. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it usually happens to me in what's common for a lot of people. It's usually when I wake up uh, from a couple of hours sleep and then fall back asleep. Yeah, yes, yes I will yes. go into a dream and be like, nope, this ain't right. In <laughs> fact, that's a, that's an actual technique for inducing lucid dreams. Is to right. like, set an alarm for whatever time after you've been asleep for a little bit and then go back in being like, okay, I'm going to lucid dream now. Right. Um... So there's that, but I usually, I can't usually, once I'm aware that I'm dreaming, I can't usually stay in the dream for very long, which is also very common. That's another thing. Uh, I usually, it almost like shocks myself awake. Gotcha. Um, so uh, Alex here has the uh, the story here of the, the Queef Queen origins. Can, Queef Queen begins. Can we read this on air? Uh, I mean, she put it in the chat. Yeah, anything you put in the chat, I think, is, is we just, game to read on game air. game to read on air, okay. Um, that's, that's how I feel about it. Sure. Um, Take it away. Okay, so Queef Queen says, it was my Jackbox handle when I was playing with friends. Jackbox is a popular uh, party video yeah, game that you that. play on yeah. like, your phone. Uh, we all picked raunchy and disgusting names, and we were stoned as fuck. Uh, that's the best way to play Jackbox. And uh, that, was the, that name was the favorite among friends. I didn't have Instagram until this year and told my friends that I would not get an Instagram unless I could be Queef Queen. And now it's my main username besides her name, Alex Nick. That's a very innocent and fun story, Alex. Thank you. The monarch of queefs. Yeah. Of shit. vaginal farts. Yeah. The, the Wow, the matriarch. <laughs> Long live the queen of queefs. Nice. That's a good story. That's a good story. That's it's wholesome. Nice. Yeah. It's nice. It's a fun name. It is a shocking name. It does. It does. Uh, it It holds your attention. It immediately grabs your attention. Yeah, it's an eye, it's an eye stopper. Uh, uh, Alex also adds, I'm gassy. Thank you for that information. Great. 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 Mm-hmm. What half called rot? <laughs> no, I don't know. We, we've, we have done this to ourselves. We've, mm. we've manifested this particular reality. Yeah. Right yeah. Uh, I feel like we should probably get into it. Yeah. Should uh, we into, do it, man? Yeah. Uh, so I have something I kind of wanted to talk about tonight. Um, Eric, you know that uh, I pride uh, I am very proud of the fact that our show is the most researched show on the occult. Easily. <laughs> By just, a mile. Just, we put in hours. Yeah, of, we're here, man. Just cracking the books. Tomes. Finding shit. We are the, so it's going to be a surprise to everyone. I hope yes. no one's too disappointed yes. that, boy, I mostly skimmed this <laughs> Sure. when I found it. An hour ago. You I know, have. you can't always just, it can't be week in, week out. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to fucking ride up by the seat we of your are pants. By, we are but men. Yeah. Uh, so, and really, this, is, this isn't out of laziness. Uh, this was, I found this at my desk about an hour before yeah, we started a, recording. This is a topical last yeah. minute turnaround. We're just, we're following our noses. We're two occult bloodhounds out right, here. Right, right. And so I was, lo- I was just looking for something to talk about. And I was kind of just looking for like stories on Reddit and stuff that cool. might spur a conversation. And uh, you and I, we work together um, on non-occult things. This is true. Um, in a, in our, our 
our comedy media lives. But uh, and we we sit next to each other, so which does make it easy also to sometimes true. lean over and just go, "Have you heard of this?" Yeah. <laughs> and you went, "No," and I went, "This is interesting. We're going to talk about this." Yeah, I'm pumped. Uh, so we are literally kind of just going to explore this together live, and maybe it's not that interesting, and maybe it, it doesn't fill an hour. But uh, Eric, there's no one I would rather go down a hole like this with. Let's do it, man. Uh, let's Alex, strap in. <laughs> uh so eric have you you have not heard of this sort of ongoing mystery that sort of called the online community uh refers to it as a missing 411 i've never heard of this yeah um and it's it's sort of the the broad idea of it is hundreds of people have gone missing in national parks under a very similar set of strange circumstances. Okay, so this is more than just, like, people get lost. Specifically, uh, so the sort of genesis of this, there's a book and there is a documentary, uh, neither of which I've seen, because, like I said, I just stumbled on this an hour ago. This is super cool. Uh, so uh, the guy who kind of started this, uh, his name is David Pauliides? Paulides? Paulides? Okay. We're gonna go it with could Paul- be any kind of name. We're going to go with Paulides. Sure. Um, it's Paul. Like a it's like the name Paul, yeah. and then Ides, I D E S. Okay, Paulides, Paulides, maybe Paulides. Oh, I Greek like Paulides. Is, is he very Greek? I don't know. I haven't seen him. I've only seen the name. Eric, I found this. Eric, I found this, and There's, we started the, recording. Yeah, so, okay, I'm gonna. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna say he's his name is Paulides, and uh, he's your girlfriend's scary Greek dad. Yeah, that's the archetype. Yeah. I'm going for. Heavy right. five o'clock shadow. David Polides. David Polides. Uh, so David Polides, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, there is. I'm on the fa- on the on the FAQ right now, the frequently asked questions, the FAQ. Sure. Uh, and I feel like that's the best. And I read the first. I call two- it a FAQA. A FAQA. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just think like you have to honor the Q. Otherwise, yeah. it could just be. F-A-K, you're absolutely right. You're you know? absolutely right. God damn. I'm sorry. I didn't you're mean fucking, to No, you're absolutely. God damn. You're fucking brilliant, Doug. Um, uh, I found. Uh, I literally, so I, I was on the Fuqua, and uh, I only read the first two before I was like, we're talking about this, and I'm not reading anything else. Yeah. So everything else is going to be, this is just going to be blind reading a fucking lo- wiki. We're doing it. <laughs> we're discovering it along with the listener. <laughs> this is interactive. This is an interactive radio program. Absolutely. This is either going to be the best episode or the single worst podcast ever done. I think we, done. we, we, we uh, gamble that gamble. Just, I was going to say play that gamble. I think we just gamble that gamble every episode yeah it's either the best or the worst thing we've ever done and everything kind of comes out in the middle actually just like hey that was delightful and funny and kind of spooky or no that was just two fucking sweaty idiots talking about wikipedia sometimes there's (laughs) both things in the same episode (laughs) we mix it together it's really a hard line that we're striving for i would just like to take a second before we dive fully into this to note something very exciting that you told me about um a while ago that i think we should continue to pursue oh hell yeah let's get on am radio you I said did. there's a way to like put us on AM radio. I are we on AM radio? So we talk. We're not on AM radio. That's for sure. Fuck. Uh, so we yeah we talked about last week about how uh, we want to manifest a demon and get us millions of listeners. Um, yeah. Not but, a demon, man. No demon. Oh right. No, sorry. A a, a, sig- a, a a sigil, a a sentient sigil. Sure. Um, a centaur. A se- <laughs> I'll work with the se- centaur. Is fine. Uh, but not a demonic one. No. Um, 
So, and yeah, sure, it would be great if we had listeners. That would sure. be great. That's, uh, yeah, I mean, everybody wants something. Right? Don't get me wrong. In this world. Don't get me wrong. I wholeheartedly appreciate listener. Alex, yeah. thank you for hanging Alex, out every week. Thank you. The queen of queefs. <laughs> hey, we don't We least. got the queen. Yeah, some of you other idiots are, you have the duchess of queefs. You've got a baroness. And just littered dozen pawns of queefs. Yeah, there's yeah, there's a lot of just low level queef peons. We got the queen. We got the queen. We got the queen, baby. <laughs> uh man, that's all I need. Uh especially since, man, forget all that. Mm-hmm. There is a way to there is like a, a directory uh that is just like, hey, you can put our podcast on AM radio. That's amazing. That so be, we're in that directory? We're not yet. We're okay. going to be. If we're in the directory, are we automatically on AM radio? Or no, no. It's, like, all it means is someone ba- we have basically given to anyone who's looking for something to put on an AM station permission. That's wild. Can we just get a CB radio transmitter and just put that's this? That's my fucking dream. That was initially uh, this sort of. We haven't really talked about the origins of this show. We had higher things. This wasn't supposed to be a podcast. Uh, hmm. This was kind of supposed to be like a pirate college radio uh, yes. style yes. thing initially. And in- initially, I was like, let's not even put it on the internet. Let's literally just put it on fucking air- the- whatever airwaves can reach out yeah, the New yeah, York yeah, Public yeah, Library. Like anything, anybody with like with like a 1995 brick cell phone and a 30-meter radius can hear that's us, and that's it. truly the vibe I'm fucking going just for in my entire life. Recorded cassette tapes that we leave in comic book shops. <laughs> It's yeah, man. That's that's my fucking shit. I fully understand that we may never be truly popular, but I would be I would be thrilled to just be on a weird on somebody's weird fucking signal radar. Get in a weird place. Get yeah. in a fucking weird place, man. Um, that I think we can accomplish. I, I honestly, bud, I think we're there. Hey, thank you. <laughs> We did it. Well, podcast hey, over. All right. All right. Going to close this up. Yeah. <laughs> going to go home. It's fucking Friday. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Smash Bros. just came out. Oh, it sure uh, did. Man, I just said we had to not date this, and I just immediately did it. This is now the most topical episode right. we've ever done. <laughs> We're just holding up newspapers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Today's date newspapers. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Fucking sh- God, fucking damn it! Every time, uh, my, my, go- I was pretty sure I was gonna blow that. Nope, so I did. Glad. It was it was fucking. It's not a big deal, but no, like it's also fuck it. It's I did it. My roommate has Smash Bros, and uh, once we get out of here, that's what I'm gonna go fucking spend my Friday night doing. I'm gonna big drink time. a lot of beer and play big fucking time. Smash Bros. That's gonna all be night. great. Uh, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, but that has nothing to do with missing people in national. Yeah, parks. I'm actually very I, so so. Just for the listeners' context, Brian very excitedly kind of tapped me on the shoulder and told me the the basic context. But I don't. Aside from what you have already said on the show, I don't know. All I know is a bunch of people disappearing in national parks under the same mysterious circumstances. I don't know anything more than that. I'm very curious. Right. Okay. So, and I don't know much more. Uh, I just know that there's a lot of material that we're going to dive down cold. Okay, so here's the summary. Oh, yeah. Here's the straight up just, I'm, I'm just reading cold, man. And I'm going to, as questions come to me, I'm just going to stop. I'm just going to go right there. And then we'll uh, we'll look it up together. Yeah. I don't know. This is great. Okay. This is the summary of the whole fucking jam. Missing 411 is the name of a nonfiction book series and documentary by former police investigator David Polides? Polides? Poli- 
Polides. 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 I'm just going to call him David Polices. David David Polices. <laughs> that changed that D into a C. There you go, David Polices. We're sticking with that for the whole fucking show Can now. Can I say this? Any ultimate, ultimate kind of occult media literature, book series written by policeman or detective. Yes. That's the best. Yes. You can't get a higher grade of anything. No. A hard-boiled, yeah. skeptical gumshoe. It's great. It's, it's great. That's immediately thing. just like you kind of you have a sort of buy-in that you don't yeah, have. Yeah, 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 yeah. These guys don't have time for this shit. You're right. These guys right. aren't nerds. <laughs> they don't have time to draw it out like yeah, a fucking comic book. Yeah, they're they're chasing cat burglars on rooftops. <laughs> Uh, okay. Uh, Polices, that documents unsolved cases of people David going... Polices. <laughs> David Polices, baby. I love it. Uh, of people that are going missing in national parks and forests, all under similar circumstances. David Polices created <laughs> Can-Am Missing Project, an organization dedicated to understanding the complexity and issues of searching, rescuing, and investigating people missing in the wilds of the world. From their website, the project initially started as a meeting with a park ranger and slowly evolved in the study on missing people who vanished in the wild, many under highly unusual circumstances. We found that many of the cases we've researched, parents and relatives of the victims believed that a kidnapping had occurred. Law enforcement and the media usually do not publicize concerns of kidnapping or abduction when the missing can be explained through traditional means. There are too many of these cases to ignore, and there is a consistency to the stories. When asked in an audio interview what 411 in Missing 411 means, David Polides, Polices said, Well, it's kind of a play on words. First of all, for, that, uh, for everyone that's old like me, 411 means you call information. Missing 411 is another way of saying missing information. Another way of saying we're not getting everything. So there is kind of like a either laziness or cover-up aspect to this. What to the title itself? Because that's a no. terrible title. I'm so confused by the title. It's not great. It's not. Come on, polices. Come on, polices. <laughs> no, I'm giving it. I get, I get it. So, so there's basically missing people, but there's there's a lack of information on what exactly happened. Do you do you agree with this notion? Like, I, I mean, already out the gate, they're kind of asking us to take a leap of faith here. There's a quote here. Uh, Law enforcement and the media usually do not publicize concerns of kidnapping or abduction when the missing can be explained through traditional means. Yeah. Do you think that's true? Is that true? As, like, a policy? Or are there just clear examples in the news of, of them being like, it's definitely a kidnapping and it might not be? Yeah, and are, and are they claiming that as laziness? Are they claiming that more as, like, a cover-up thing? I don't think that's a co- I think that's probably just a policy. I don't think there's anything untoward there. I think that's just, like... You don't want to call it a kidnapping and create hysteria if maybe the person is just gone. Especially when they just went off into a fucking national park. If they just took off. Yeah, maybe they're lost. Maybe, yeah. Why would anyone go to a fucking national park? They sound terrible. It's There's not a lot there. It's kind of the whole point. There's nothing fucking there. Just fucking not bears. There. <laughs> bears. Definitely bears. Uh, Yeah, not a big, you're not a big camper. Right. No, me? No. 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 Um, our good friend and... Uh, the previous guest, Jesse Eisman, is a big camper. He's an outdoorsman. Uh, and I don't fucking get it, man. It makes yeah. him so happy. 
He loves it. He loves being in the outside world. And he tells us all. He comes back and he tells he comes back from like a vacation. Tells all these terrifying fucking stories. And I'm like, why the fuck did you do that, dog? You know what's so interesting is he works. He works alongside of us in like an internet coal mine, and is so seems to really love and enjoy his job, which you'd think would be like anathema to a real outdoorsy person like right. that. But he just does great. Yeah. Fuck. Very funny. Yeah, fuck. Loves the outdoors. Uh, let's see here from Alex. We have, have you heard of the zone of death in Yellowstone? Tell me, is that like a Bermuda Triangle? In That's what it sounds like to me. Uh, Alex, uh, we're going to go back to uh, this thing, but tell us all about the zone of death. Throw it in, yeah. We'll, we'll and then we'll, we'll circle back to that. Okay, back to our Fuqua yeah. about missing 411. What criteria is used to select the missing 411 cases? Uh, David Polides has said his Can-Am missing team rules out any cases where there is clear evidence of animal predation, sure. mental health issues, or suicidal intent. Okay. The person deliberately, deliberately wanted to walk away from their life and not be found. Sure. A crime or a drowning. David Polides has said that cases are included even if there is evidence of one of the more above because of the circumstances circumstances surrounding them. Okay. Wait, so what does that leave? I, I suppose we'll find out. Okay. Uh, and, like, largely kidnapping and abduction, but, like, basically if there's any but evidence... But isn't that a crime? Uh, I guess you're right. I guess we'll have to find out what those <laughs> uh, specifics kidnapping are. Kidnapping is not a crime. No, no. Not in National <laughs> Parks, man. That's <laughs> yeah. fucking pirate it's, land. Yeah, yeah, Wild West, bro. <laughs> Unclaimed. I, nobody owns it. Can I tell you where I hope this is leading, just from an occult podcast perspective? Yeah, fuck yeah. I hope that they're that they are... Uh, proposing that there is just a conspiracy of like sick fuck kidnappers who just frequent public lands and prey on campers. Yeah, I hope that's not real. Right. But I hope that's where this is. Buddy, going. I have read uh, there is a there's a whole subreddit dedicated to this, and I've there is a thread of like what's everyone's theories, and boy, they're a fucking ride, my dude. Do we have some of those? Can oh, I got, I got I got them. Oh, nice. <laughs> I got. A, I mean, I'll say this. Say all right. You're a sick, crazy serial killer. You get off on murdering people and kidnapping them and torturing them or whatever. A national park is actually a pretty good place to do that. It is an interesting... You know what I mean? Like, you could stalk somebody. You could, like, if you're, like, a hunter of men. (laughs) The most dangerous game. The most dangerous game. (laughs) That's where you... And you could probably also inflict, like, the maximum amount of terror. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's Camp Crystal Lake. That's Fuck. the scariest place. You but it's be. so big. How would you find people? It's so big. And you can't, like, live out there. Well, I feel like there's camp. Yeah, but there's probably popular weekends. You go out for the weekend. There's probably popular camping sites. Ah, you're probably right. You know? You could. I mean, I don't know. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not a serial. I'm not, uh, I'm not involved in these disappearances. Look, let me Brian. break it down for yeah, you I here how easy this would be, Brian. It's easy. Here's the schematics. It all makes sense when you think about it. (laughs) Uh, So Alex has some more information on the zone of death in Yellowstone. Um, And she says, okay, in 2005, a law professor discovered a loophole that left 50 square miles of the park that we could... (laughs) That you... (laughs) Hold the fuck up. Okay. okay, so in 2005, a law professor discovered a loophole that left a 50-square-mile area of the park 
where someone could legally murder someone in. No. I'm immediately calling shenanigans. He wrote and brought this to Congress's attention and even wrote up how they can close the loophole without issue. To this day, no attempt to change the law has been made. Alex, could you throw a link in this chat? I need... We're not, we're just reading you live, man. We, we're, not, we're doing even less fact-checking than normal. We're not even Googling this. We're just literally reading the words you typed into a chat. You could have said anything right there. That is, if that's true, that is the most bonker. Oh, man, she's on it. She's going to get us a link. Nice. Uh, Thank you, Alex. That is no fucking way. I mean, if that is true, that's amazing. I'm glad, like, is it only murder or just like, is it like a, uh, oh shit, there's a link from Vox, who I generally think of as a pretty, uh, uh, reputable source. Uh, yep, uh, Yellowstone is a 50 square mile zone of death where you can get away with murder. There's a video here. Uh, fuck. Yeah, seems to be the case. I will say I'm not going to read the whole thing, but yeah, this is real. If there is one, uh, media mogul that I could give a swirly to, it would be Ezra Klein. <laughs> just immediately just ha- you'd have to he's so smart and lovely though I don't know and would be that. easy to bring over a toilet yeah just turn him <laughs> upside down just to lower him in there i like as reclined and flush you can watch <laughs> um add that to our we have so many main and side quests to our pot save andrew yeah. wk Give Ezra Klein a swirly. Get Tony Sparrow on the Get show. Get Tony Sparrow on the show. Uh, do a chaos magic ritual to increase our audience. So much shit to do. We, we're not going to have time to... Oh my god, the lights are about to go out! Are they really? Keep the lights on. That's just a recurring quest. That's like one of our crafting quests. <laughs> Make a soup. What a nightmare. What a fucking nightmare. Uh, okay, should we get into... Uh, yeah, this is the zone of death thing is very interesting. Yeah, fuck. We what do people? Uh, a how the f- how does that happen? That'll be. I mean, that's maybe that's a whole other. That's next week, right? Yeah, yeah. Sure. <laughs> Alex, thank you. That's an excellent topic. Great, great pull. That's goddamn next week. Is Alex our tef- test fifle? Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Alex, you're head of research. Boom. Done. Boom. There's no pay. <laughs> yeah. There's no pay. Uh. There's no team. <laughs> Uh, okay, so, uh, let's see here, we've got, was that obnoxious right into the microphone? Uh, okay. Who's that knocking? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right, so this is, uh, in the Fiqua, we've got denying access to missing person records. Politis has said that uh, the NPS releases case files about wow. people who have gone missing in their parks if you know who to ask for, okay. which is dis- which is difficult without a list of missing persons, but that he has not been able to get some cases, uh, Stacey Aris or Charles McCuller, uh, who have subsequent links. And uh, Oh, I see. So the missing 411 thing is now starting to make a little more sense. Yeah. Uh, Maybe we'll look into those in a little bit. Polides has also said families of missing persons have had trouble accessing the reports of the missing family member. On Coast to Coast AM, March 25th, 2012, 
Paulides said. The family of Stacy Aris got a hold of me. They publicly asked for the case. It was declined. They made an appeal through the park service so the family could read the case, and this has dragged on, I think, for two or three years. They still haven't seen the case. Now, in an interview with Leonard Moulton Howe on Earth Files Part 1. Love it. Missing 411. Uh, this, uh, I assume, is uh, more Polites. Uh there's cases I know for a fact happened in April 2017 yeah. that the National Park Service still won't release the reports of, on the missing, even to the parents of the victim. A missing person is not a criminal investigation. There are no suspects. There's not going to be any criminal proceedings. There's just a missing person. So why not let the family ensure that they've got their report correct and let them read it? The National Park Service won't even let them do that. That's very strange. That's sounding cover-uppy. Yeah, that's Or the file weird. just isn't fucking there. Yeah, I'm trying to think what their motive could possibly be. Like, why would you not just release those? Right. Unless unless there was some, like, horrible clerical area and they're just covering up kind of an embarrassing mistake. But even then, just make, do what we do. Just make it up. Right, yeah. I do that all the time. Yeah, just, <laughs> you do the report that you didn't do two weeks ago right now. You say you're looking for it, and you do it, and then you hand it in, and you, you backdate it. Yeah, that's how I got through all of my school. Yeah, that's no problem. Oh, it. yeah, no, I sent that, and you didn't get the email? Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> never sent my ba- Oh, my God, I just caught in drafts. I'm such an idiot. Here it is. You know what my move was? Uh, I loved uh, emailing assignments. Like, when I was in high school, that started uh-huh. to become a thing of, like, having to email the assignment. Uh, and then you just like scramble up a word document. Oh wow! And just like, oh man, it must have something must have went wrong with the file. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> Which is not even a thing. I know it's so not. They did it all the fucking time. <laughs> I was gonna say, I feel like the move is just you forget to attach. See it. You say see attach. You don't attach it. Everybody forgets to attach. Oh, stuff. that's good. That's good. No, I would do it all the time. Also, like it involved a PowerPoint presentation that I had to email to myself. Yeah. Uh, and then I would just like, oh man, it's not opening. Oh no. Oh no. I'm so I'm so upset. <laughs> oh, like in class, like day if of we had to give like a presentation or something. Yeah, we that's bold. Yeah, yeah. Nobody would ever be like, oh, let me help you. It there was nothing in the file, so <laughs> or I would make like a bullshit file. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, little conspiracies in the making there. Nice. Yes, yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> this is why you can crack the conspiracies because right? you, my friend, are the ultimate conspirator. Right? Right. Yeah, when yeah, it yeah. comes to uh 10th grade uh world culture sure. uh, uh assignments. Sure. I could I could grift real good. Sure. And uh, I don't know how I guess I can't say I grifted real good. No one believed me. <laughs> it was just better than no, I didn't do it. I think the be- the truest grift is just making it so awkward for people to call you out on the obvious grift that just it slides. I think that's kind of, you know, I think that's how I got through most of my school. <laughs> sure. And here just, we are today. And here we are Doing today. all right, man. I don't know about that. <laughs> We're alive. <laughs> we are alive. Und- unquestionably alive. Let's, okay. Let's so, get back to this national so, park okay, mystery, so I guess. releasing any information to the families. Uh, no, no. Uh, okay, so now we got a new header here: treatment of families of missing persons. I bet this is going to be interesting. Uh, okay, so there are cases where families of missing people aren't treated well and are maybe even lied to, such as Joe Keller's family, Dennis Martin's father, and Diana Zacharias's parents, the wife and son of Dale Stelling. 
David Polides gave another example in an interview with Linda Moulton on Earth Files Part 1, Missing 411. This young man disappeared in Olympic National Park in April 2017, and I get a note from his sister on Facebook saying, Dave, you gotta talk to my dad. And I talk to him and he says, Mr. Polides, the National Park Service has refused to give me a copy of the report of my son when he was missing. They refused to bring in scent tracking dogs to look for my son. They only brought in cadaver dogs. I don't know the difference there. Uh, I don't. I guess it could. That's a great question. I mean, my intuitive sense is that a, a tracking dog is meant to track a living human, and a cadaver dog is just meant to s- smell any cadaver. Maybe. Uh, also, maybe they maybe they didn't have sense like scent tracking dogs. I don't know. Like, yeah, do they know. do that regularly? Is that the move? You'd think so. I mean, I will say you'd think so. The National Park Service are probably like people probably get lost in parks. Fairly free. Like, it's right. a thing that they well, it's have also, on It's also hand. a government organization, which means it's not going to get run well. True, true, true. This true. is where I get, like, weird. And <laughs> yeah, I'm slowly infecting you with my quasi-libertarian... Uh... Rip at the National Park and run like the DMV! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was to say, if I went missing, I wouldn't ask the DMV to come find me. Um... They don't have any dogs. The, the DMV has no dogs. <laughs> There's no Unless dogs. You There's no car, dog budget. But if you were a car, they'd track you down. Yes. I guess that's true. You know? Uh, okay. So they only brought in Washington to send... Uh, okay. They only brought in Washington to send in a Coast Guard helicopter with FLIR to look for my son. And the National Park Service told the Coast Guard they wouldn't allow them to search. Why would they do that? That's what he's asking me. Why wouldn't you allow a Coast Guard helicopter that has expertise in tracking equipment to fly over your forest to look for somebody who's missing? Yeah, that's a good question. That is a good question. I feel like I need more information, though. Like, of, like, how do they know? I feel like, yeah, you're right. No, you're right. Presented to us that way, that does sound weird. How do they normally do it? It's what hard does... to know how fucked up this is, for sure. Right, right. It was like, I have no knowledge of any of this. Like, is there a, like, do you need something tangible of like or like some sort of thing before they spend the resources on right, this right, like right, 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 right. is there so is there something that they don't are they aren't presenting that but also i don't know this also could be fucked up i totally, don't know totally agree with you and and also um yeah like what am i trying to get at here like it's yeah it's it's hard to know how much of this is just sort of like heartless, dumb policy. Right. And how much is they're like, no, they're active. And in some cases it doesn't work like this at all. And they'll readily give you the information. Uh, Alex says, hello, a true crime nerd here. I have the answer. What do we got? Alex, give us the answer. Hit us with the answer. Hit us with the answer. (laughs) Uh, As we, uh, let's see, we've got coroner reports. Should we hear some coroner, coroner reports? Yeah. Yes. Uh, oh, this was uh, about dogs. Uh, cadaver dogs are trained to smell and decomposition specifically, similar to drug sniffer dogs. Okay. It's a very rigorous training for a dog. Scent tracking dogs are trained to smell various things with certain smells in it to see the dog can trace the smell's origin or where the smell's trail goes. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, admittedly, I saw that a little later, and I was kind of hoping that was an answer to the exact national park. <laughs> Sure, sure. Well, my question here's what I'm curious about. I don't know if this is immediately obvious in the article we're, we're going through. Is what are the circumstances around these people's disappearance? Yeah, I'm hoping we'll. Uh, I hope we'll be able to find a little more on that. 
Uh, so let's maybe maybe the coroner's report will have some information there. Uh, David Pallides, uh has said that the cause of death in coroner reports may not be completely factual in an attempt to quell the concerns of the community. In an interview with Leonard Moulton Howe, small towns or small counties that contact that uh, contract with a coroner to come out and do a decision. Boy, I'll tell you what. If you or I ever have a family member and they die and the small town coroner does it, you do everything you can to get a real coroner there to do it again because the difference in the report sometimes, the differences in the cause of death are huge. Uh, and there's a saying I have wow. in some of my books, and I at- and I attribute it to a New York detective. Small town cases, small town thinking, small town reports. And what it is, the smaller the city the more you're going to find a coroner that appeals to the needs of that area, not necessarily the facts and the rational conclusions to uh, what that incident should have been. I could kind of see that. Sure. You know, you're a small town coroner kind of beholden to the local authorities. Right. Probably go drink with the cops every Friday, whoever, right. the powers that be. Right. In your little neck of the woods. You don't want to ruffle any feathers. Absolutely. Guy's already dead. Right, right. He's not getting any dead. Yeah, he's not going to bring him back to life. Right. Uh, This is once again directly from the page. Terry Hansen, author of The Missing Times, described this as local reports for local consumption. Which checks out. Hmm. Uh, Let's see. Hmm. I, I just, I wish we could find, I hope we can find some of the actual, what are... Okay, here we go. We got nice. uh, some factual discrepancies. I'm gonna boot this up over here too. See if I can. Find it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, great. Now, now we're we're we're, uh, we're double teaming this. We're double teaming. We're we're double fisting this thing. Yes. Uh, okay. So we've got uh, Dennis Martin disappearance. Let's start there. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, a post from the Can Am Missing blog stated. 522, a news broadcast from yesterday explaining the Dennis Martin appearance. Fairly accurate, but leaving out vital information. We did an interview with Dwight McCarter, and he told us that he believed that Dennis was abducted. The information about the Green Beret training nearby is an interesting, but not factual. We reviewed every FOIA document, and there is not one note about who called them and who authorized their team to land by helicopter inside the park. They wouldn't work with the MPS personnel. They searched alone. Wait, so what are they saying here? That there's I don't like know. potentially a secret like super soldier program and part of the training is to abduct and kill actual campers? That's... See? It, but it, they, the information about the Greenberry's training nearby is interesting but not factual. Huh. So why... All right. Uh, the segment does not include an interview with Mr. Martin, something we were able to accomplish. Uh, he had been lied to so many times about the pre- by the press, the park services, and others. He doesn't trust any of them. The longest chapter in Missing 411, Eastern United States, is the section on Dennis. Here's the segment. Uh, and then there's a link, which we are not going to read right now. Um, so in that... In that little blurb of text is the bold, we reviewed every FOIA document, and there is not one note about who called them and authorized their team to land by helicopter inside the park. They wouldn't work with MPS personnel, they searched alone. So they sent Green Berets in to go find this guy? I don't know, I I guess I don't understand quite what we're talking about here. I'll say this, I'm sure, in just a completely not... Uh, sinister way. I'm sure the military uses national parks or portions of national parks to, to train. Makes sense, yeah. For training sure. I mean, you'd think they'd probably do it on private government lands mostly, but 
Texans. Fun fact, none of what I just said was for the FAQ. That was all uh, about missing 411. <laughs> wow. Uh, bless you. Thank you. Uh, I got. I found a, a strange kid. So this is, I, f I found some, let me talk directly into the mic. I found some interesting <laughs> things about polities. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. So this is from Thought Catalog. Sounds like an urban legend. An author and former policeman was on vacation when he was approached by two off-duty rangers who asked him to look into the number of people who go missing in the national park system. They were too afraid of retaliation to appear in uniform and asked if the national park they worked for in the time period they met the author be kept secret. So, Paul, so Paulides goes on to kind of investigate this stuff um, and, write, and write his books. So... It, they do note he's not the most reputable source. He's a cryptozoologist and has spent <laughs> many years researching Bigfoot. Dude, this is why Bigfoot comes up a lot on the subreddit. This is what I love, man. Oh, is that the angle that Bigfoot is abducting these campers it and there's seems, like some kind of government cover up? It seems to be the case. Here's what I love about all there's always this is what is great about all these stories there's always something compelling and plausible and possibly true and then something that completely offsets it with how kind of silly and ridiculous it yeah. is i love that polities is a is a i think by the way i'm just gonna go on record i think bigfoot is bullshit yeah of course we of would course. have uh, cryptids do nothing for me because right. we'd see them we'd find them with satellite they, right they're fun stories that's, yeah exactly. that's about it okay but so anyway so there's also the sheer number of uh, there's also the sheer volume of missing persons cases that would qualify as especially strange. A few examples: Lillian Carney. Is it my call to read this? You, yeah, no, yeah, Lillian hit me. story. Hit me. Okay, Lillian was from Massardis, Maine, which is 15 miles west of the Canadian border and surrounded by lakes, rivers, and ponds. Six years old, she went missing August 8, 9, 8, 1897 at noon. Gosh darn. Okay, Lillian and her parents went blueberry picking. They were there for a short amount of time, and the parents said she just vanished. They searched for an hour, and they got some people in the area to help. By the following morning, there were 200 searchers there calling for Lillian. Polity said when searchers are looking for someone, they call the person's name, say that they are their friend, and they're there to help. Polity said in the missing 411 cases, the searchers never get a response, which is strange. People are lost, cold, or hungry. On Tuesday, around 300 residents arrived to search, and at 10 a.m., a guy named Bert Poland found her somewhere between two and three miles from where her parents last saw her. There wasn't much detail in the article about where they found her. While Lillian didn't say a lot, she made an interesting statement. The sun shined all the time while I was in the woods. Polity said that's a weird thing for a six-year-old to say. The weather, the weather was stated in the news article as being partly cloudy. She had spent two nights outside and was missing for 46 hours. The interview commented that The interviewer commented that she must have been referencing something to say like that and said while she described it as sunlight, it might not have been. He also said for the time All period... Right. Yeah, I don't know what that means. You're not going to find an area like that with very bright artificial lights. Unless it's aliens. Unless it's aliens. We've got everything in here. Dude, dude oh man, I'm going to read through some of the... Uh, the I wish we could find like some of the harder the definitive why is it so hard to find what what happened yeah or, like our theories i know I, agree. I can just find people missing under the same weird circumstances what weird circumstances because yeah, i feel like, here's the thing i mean we should preface this by saying people do get lost in national parks you can go hike into the wilderness and lose your bearings and and get lost in the woods 
Yeah, for sure. Um, I have a Reddit thread here called Update to I was almost maybe a missing 411 case, but I'm reading through it and it seems bullshit. Okay. Uh, somebody said they got they went into a cave. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, hang on. Last weekend, uh, I and a friend returned to the Pine Tree Trial in the Oregon uh, Mountains. We stayed four nights at the campground near the trailhead. Nothing strange happened, except on the second and third nights, I again had the same dream. This must be referencing a previous thread. I told my friend I was not leaving until I explored the cave. The cave was not easy to get to, and in hindsight, the climb to reach it was both very foolish and dangerous. This is where I will be careful what I say. There was no crystal skull, there was no giant bird skeleton, but the cave was not empty. I will not disclose exactly what I discovered, but I am comfortable calling it a fetish. Um, fetish is another meaning, as I yeah, not, sexual. not like a scat fetish. Like it's like a, it's like a, like an icon or, or right. a doll or something. You know? Right. Uh, I am not certain if taking it violates any laws. I am now back home in the Pacific Northwest. The fetish definitely has a tangible presence due to experiences I've had in the short time it's been in my possession. It's clear I am meant to be its new keeper. Guys, never take the fetish. Yeah, never take the fetish. Also, it sounds like you made this fucking thing up, man. Yeah. Uh, This is bullshit. All right, I got a a John Doe story for you. Hit me. Oh, wait, hang on. I got a Stephen Kabaki story for you. Okay, okay, okay. Is Stephen Kabaki one of the uh, missing people? Yep. Cool. The case of the case of Stephen Kabaki, who went missing for 15 months, then woke up in a field wearing different clothes. Oh, shit. Kind of cool. So wait, do we still do this guy came back? Yeah, he's back. Oh, fuck. He's back, baby. I think a lot of these people come back. That's weird. That's what I'm seeing. On a, so, okay, so Stephen Kabaki went missing for 15 months and then came back in a field... Reappear in a field wearing different clothes. In February 1978, Stephen, a student at the time learning German, went missing in the Michigan area, USA, an area known as the Great Lakes Triangle, which is written about in a book by Jay Gourley that talks about the disappearances of hundreds of ships, boats, and aircraft. Interesting. Hmm. Pauly said, It's a great book. <laughs> Stephen said he was going to go skiing. They found his skis and his poles on the beach of the la- of Lake Michigan and footprints on the ice leading up to the lake. They flew over it. The footprints appeared to stop. They found his backpack in the same general area. In May 15, 1979, so a year and three months, 15 months later, a year and three months later, Stephen walked up to his father's door and said he didn't remember much. He woke up in Pittsfield. 40 miles from his father's house, lying in a meadow wearing clothes that weren't his. He had a small satchel behind him with maps that weren't his. I don't know what the maps describe. Where he woke up was 700 miles from Lake Michigan. Reporters asked him if he would talk to someone. He said he didn't need to because he didn't have any psychological problems. After 1983, Stephen got a master's in linguistics and a PhD in clinical psychology. Apologies got in touch with him. Steve didn't respond to his calls or all right. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, fuck. Um, do you want to hear some of the theories that people have about like what's going on here? Like I said, I wish yeah. we could find something I more would, fucking. I would love to. Yeah. Uh, so we've got here. Uh, this is a Reddit thread from two years ago called "Best 411 Theory." Uh, I would love to know everyone's thoughts about how these people are going missing. I blame Bigfoot. If you believe in that sort of thing, have a better idea. 
Uh, so this is uh, from user Roger Dodge Her. Roger Dodge Her. Let's see what they did there. Uh, this is the top comment with 12 upvotes. Uh, it was posted two years ago, and he has the little tag academic researcher. Right. Sure. <laughs> so These tags are hard to come by on strap these the Eric, Eric, I need you to strap the fuck in. I'm strapping in. Here we go. I personally think that it is Faye related. <laughs> sure. Uh, Faye is usually in reference to uh, fairies, elves. (laughs) Well, I will hang on. I will say this. There is a weird overlap between UFO and fairy lore. Interesting, is there? Yes. Yes. And in fact, a lot of the imagery, this is like one of the big kind of conspiracy theories that UFO. So there's two ways that this can go. One is that UFO people will cite imagery of fairy stories Hmm. from, like, the Celtic lore and say, like, see, we've been being visited by UFOs forever. Other people will say, see, these are manifestations of some internal archetype that in olden times used to appear as fairies and now appears as spaceships and aliens because that's what our mind is projecting. They're just, gotcha, they're just projecting kind of what our... Yes, it's some internal weird thing. Anyway, go we on. We just kind of so, justify what we're seeing. In, yep. So are, are like UFOs ultimately mystical, or are they... I, I don't know, man. All right. Uh, okay, so Bigfoot uh, also seems to be a separate suspect as well, but some think that Bigfoot might fall under the Fae family tree. This is mainly through his or her supernatural abilities. Aside from the Dennis Martin case where a couple see a large man darting around the trees with something on its back, I have read other instances where Bigfoot seem to have capabilities of trapping people, silencing a forest, and creating illusions, much like the Fae do. Wow. They got a big they got a big boy on this. So not only is it Bigfoot, it's magic Bigfoot. It's magic Bigfoot. Fuck. Uh that one's pretty wild. Um uh, this person, uh, Chirpity, with seven upvotes, at the risk of sounding like a lunatic, I like the skinwalker theory. <laughs> oh, shit. It's literally, this is just a blank canvas to inject It's so, because, like, I can't find anything. I can't find anything. I'm almost thinking, dude, I'm almost thinking this is like a, um, like a creepypasta, no sleep kind of it's That's just kind of where my head is now going to, because, like, it's, uh, we can't find, like, Oh, they all have similar circumstances. What are they? And then, like, Polites won't say what he's found. I'm here's making a, air quotations. Here's, here's something we can verify right now on Google. Does the national parks keep a missing persons list? Let's look that up right now. Do national parks keep a missing persons list? Uh, let's see. We've got an nps.gov missing persons in national parks. Um... Let's see. I've got uh, an, a link here to where to report a missing person in a national park. Uh, I've got a roster of cold cases. Hmm. Uh, and then I do have, in fact, uh, pictures and descriptions and case info of a large amount of people missing in national parks. So is it, I mean... Not a large amount of people, TBH, but... 
This is very sad. Oh, I mean, horrible, horrible tragedy. Imagine you lost a loved one just in a national. And just no idea. What was that story of the the guy whose arm gets trapped in the boulder? And that was uh, 127 hours. Sa- uh, saws off his own arm? Yeah. That's what's up. Yeah, fuck. I mean, that was... Uh, that was just extra. If he didn't tell anybody he was going out there and like, like I'm at, like I'm sure there's a lot of stories like that. Where yeah, maybe absolutely. You, fall, you break a leg, you get trapped. Stranded. Our good friend Jesse Eisman. What if he didn't tell us he was going out there and he son got in trouble? That son of a gun. We'd have to go out there. That son of a gun. You and me, we'd have to go get him. I had. That's my greatest dream. Is that someday we will be someone will be in need of us and we'll come to their aid. Oh, Andrew we would WK. do a very bad job. Oh, we do. We would do job. so bad. We would do a terrible <laughs> job. We would try. We would really try hard. so hard. We would try really hard. We wouldn't just stop. You no, know? no. We would do a. We'd really fuck it up. We would also just get lost in the national park. We would also generate our own emergency. Like we'd be the thing that we'd be the ultimate reason our friend something terrible happens to our friend because the resources would then be diverted to help us. Right. 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 Fuck. And then our friend would ultimately have to help us out of the pit we fell down 20 yeah, minutes Jesse into our would expedition. Saw off his own arm and then come unlock the door of the outhouse <laughs> that we had comedically trapped ourselves in. Together. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it was dark, so it's scary to go alone. Oh, man. It's a real pit. We'd end up in a real pickle. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, we've just dived in, and honestly, I feel. As lost on Missing 411. I think you're right, though. I think this is more just a fun fiction that everyone is enjoying kind of writing about together and building a lore with together. I Is that it? You think that's it? it like, I don't know. I, just from a cursory look, I'm not seeing much. I'm going to... Maybe maybe we'll... Maybe it, if there's more, maybe this is worth doing a full like researched episode on, but like I'm not feeling great about it. Yeah. I'm I'm seeing some stuff in the subreddit that maybe is. So what? The only thing I'm worried about is like, oh, well, it looks like there's a guy who man who vanished after a 49ers game. Hmm. Weird to go to a national park after a 49ers game. Oh, 49ers fan. I'm sorry. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, if you have any uh, missing 411 information that we just aggressively glossed yeah, over. I feel like we're on the we're on the we're sort of skirting around the outskirts of what this thing actually is. Right. But that's if not it's a, anything, which is fine. I don't yeah, for sure. And I don't I will say I don't know if it was any good to listen to, but it was fun to just kind of break into this cold with you. This is great. On, I love on this. a microphone. I love this. Uh that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, so maybe, maybe there's more. If there is, if you find anything, you should tweet at us at Brian and Eric Pod. Tell us, tell us all the informa- interesting stuff we may have missed. Hey, pa- hey Polities, come on our show. Polities, come on our show, Doc. Open tell us bite. everything. Tell us the whole uh, thing. And then, if there's more there, maybe we can talk about it more because it's interesting. Yeah. Yes. Um, I definitely want to talk about that circle of that zone of death. Yeah, zone the, of death uh, is crazy. That's Let's a, put that one in the hopper. That's pretty cool. Thank you, Alex. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> Mother of Dragons. Uh, let's see. We come out every single Friday. We do. On, most Fridays on iTunes, SoundCloud, and your podcasting app of choice. Eric, do you have any? Oh, our music, of course, yeah. by uh, Purple Dash Planet, and our intro and outro themes are by Morris Black, who you can find on Spotify and his website, and you can purchase all of his dope ass 
goth, dark techno tracks there too. Not techno, but uh, electronic tracks there. They fucking rule. Uh, any final thoughts, Eric? I don't think so. Hit us up on Brian and Eric Pod. Did we talk about that? We did. Twitter? We did. But yeah. Do it again. Do it again. Brian and Eric Pod. Twitter. Twitter. Do it. Stuff. Tweet us. Fuck Tweet yeah. us. Fuck yeah. Hey, uh, Andrew WK. Coming for you, man. Tony Sparrow, come on the show. Tony Sparrow, come on the show. Come get Andrew WK with us. We can do it. Yeah, I believe a, a trio of us. Fuck, that would be. And we. Do need- you think Andrew WK's lost in a national park? Dude, maybe he's in Mich. Maybe he's in the Michigan Triangle. Son of a bitch. It's all coming together, man.